Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Cloud Kettle. I'm your host, Shane Barker. On this episode, Thibaut Machette, the CEO and co-founder of PlayPlay, Play, is back with us for an in-depth conversation on the anatomy of a perfect video. Before we get started with our conversation, I wanted you guys to know about Cloud Kettle. They're a team of enterprise sales and marketing experts who can help you scale up your revenue by harnessing the power of cloud platforms. Through their consulting services, they help streamline, scale, and optimize not only your technology and processes, but also your team. CloudKettle specializes in revenue operations and is a Google and Salesforce partner. In my opinion, what sets them apart from the rest is that they're extremely selective when it comes to choosing their clients. They won't start working with a company until they know they're a right fit for each other. This virtually guarantees a successful collaboration. So if you're an enterprise looking to scale up, check out cloudkettle.com. So this is what I want to talk about too. So you obviously, I mean, I think at this point we can call you a video specialist, right? I think that, or an expert for sure, right? You've been in the industry, maybe not on the tech side. Well, you probably are more on the tech side now. Um, but what, in your opinion, I want to talk about understanding the, um, the anatomy of a perfect video, right? You guys obviously create templates for the website that people can use that are very easy to use. Um, in your opinion, what, is a, what are the ingredients to a perfect video? Yeah, so it's a very, I, I love the question. And at the same time, it's very difficult because for the simple fact that video to me, it doesn't mean anything in a way that video can be so, so versatile, so polymorph. Mm. You can have so many different types of videos. Mm. And, and this is maybe the first thing I want to say is that, yes, you have an MP4 file in the end, but video can be so different from one one to another. You can do an Instagram story, which is like 12 seconds. You can do a video clip, the social clip of three minutes. You can do an interview of five, 10 minutes. You can do a tutorial. You can do anything in video. Video is just a way to have moving things with multimedia things that just catch your eyes um, on digital platforms. But there are so many types of videos. But still, we can try to have some let's say general uh, learnings that, that I can try to, to give. I would say that the very first one is um, uh, to, to work very um, carefully on the first seconds of any video, mm. whether it is um, a one minute or a one hour video, the first five seconds are the most important um, because we are in the world today um, of scarcity in attention. There is a huge battle of attention. So people will, let's say, give you um, one or two seconds of attention mm -hmm. when they are on their social media platforms. There was this sur um, survey from Facebook saying that people scroll um, every 1.5 seconds. You know, this is the time wow. they give you. So you have 1.5 seconds to catch their eyes. Okay, and so if you just put a 10 seconds jingle of your logo at the end of this introduction, no one, no, no one is watching your video anymore. So this is why we always say that the first one, two and three seconds are the most important. They have to catch your attention, either with moving things visually or especially with the messages what you're gonna tell in these first uh, seconds, then we can, I can, I can tell you about, about it, but um, this is the most important. And also because videos now are in, are in autoplay, we know that when you're on Facebook, when you're on Instagram, they play automatically. So you, this is your chance. 
Okay, we have this one second. This is your chance. Catch, catch your attention. Um, also, because these video are in autoplay, they are mute. Um, um, except if you are your, your earphone and depending on the platform that most of the time they are on mute. So it means that now people read videos. This is very strange to say, but people read videos. So mm. this is why uh, videos now, now have a lot of texts. They have subtitles when it is about an interview and they have headlines and, and, and just titles and texts. And so obviously if you do an interview but you don't put subtitles, people uh, will leave. Um, mm. Then the second thing is about, the third thing, uh, sorry, is about the, the rhythm, the dynamic of a video. Again, because people are bored so quickly now, you can't do scenes of 20 seconds with a lot of text because people are will skip, okay? So the rhythm is so key. Scenes have to go um, uh, very, very smoothly, very dynamically. We suggest to have uh, scenes of four seconds maximum. And you have to work on your storytelling so that each scene um, transitions smoothly to the, to the next scene. You, you see, you have, you have to try to put some, in a way, some suspense. Uh, if you, yeah, you understand the word suspense. Yeah, for sure. From a scene to another. So the first four seconds, they have to generate suspense to the next one. And, and so that when you, when you start watching a video, you can't stop it. <laughs> Um, this is, is difficult and this needs preparation and work. This is the way people write first on the Word document most, most of the time and then do their video. You don't jump into editing. You start writing down on a script. Most of the time it's uh, on Word. Um, and you just try to, to write down your key messages, your ideas, and then you split it into sentences which will become your scenes. Um, what else? I can tell you also about, and, and this is a very important part, about the media, um, so the footage, um, because people sometimes forget um, that videos are for the eyes. Uh, and so um, people want to watch nice things, you see. Yeah. Um, so you have two options. Either you bring your own footage that you've uh, film yourself. This is always preferable because it brings some authenticity, something natural, because you shoot yourself with, with let's say, a phone. Or um, you're going to use some stock footage. And it, I mean, it's use stock footage for the lot of stories you want to tell. Um, you, you can't shoot yourself. You, if you want to do a, tell a story about um, renewable or energy, you can't have your drone and, and, and trying to shoot yourself. So don't <laughs> use stock footage, but you have to use quality stock footage. Sometimes you, you, you really, we see some of our clients, we have a lot of clients, so we see so many videos that are screwed by poor quality uh, mm. footage. And so they have great storytelling, they have great story to tell, but footage is low quality. Uh, we have now this partnership with Gate Images, um, with their most premium tier footage. And, and trust me, the quality of the overall video really uh, increases. Um, so have good footage. Um, what else can I tell you about the anatomy? Yeah, maybe I can tell about the format, obviously. Um, this, is, this is very important. You have to adapt 
the format uh, to your audience. Um, so we know that people watch videos mostly um, on their phone nowadays. Uh, so, so a phone is, is vertical, so the video should be vertical to uh, <laughs> the size of your, of your screen. Um, on, um, on LinkedIn and YouTube, um, landscape is still very popular. Um, on um, tweet, on Instagram, square is the standout. So you just have to adapt the format to your destination. So I give, I try to give you a lot of different tips. Um, I hope it's helpful. Maybe the last thing I can tell, sorry, but maybe I, then I stop talking, is that everything I'm telling you is about, let's say, tips. But the most important thing is always about the story you want to tell, and the the story that works the most are the stories with emotions. This is, this is now very well known. There were a lot of surveys about why people like or comment on shares. Why do people do that? It is because they have some emotions. Mm -hmm. This is the very basic things about content. And so when you're a brand, you're a company and you want to, cop you want to do video, you may copy all the best tips from the, the, the publishers, but then sometimes you just forget about putting emotions in your stories. So the most important thing in the end is the story you want to tell and try to move people, try to, um, to add emotions to your content. I, I think that's awesome. I think, you know, it's, it's funny. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is like, it's like what makes you watch a video. And it's once again, you want to see what the next scene is, or there's a storyline or there's something that's happening that you're emotionally tied into because of something that's happened in your life or something that you've seen or something that intrigues you. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask you what was the biggest mistakes. And it sounds like of that business is making, it's usually, it sounds like the, the content they use. Right. You can have a great story, but if you don't have good footage, that's going to be a problem, right? The storyline has to be great and the footage has to be great. It's a marriage of both of those things to be able to create um, a good video. So what, what brands do you think right now are crushing it when it comes to the video marketing efforts? Like which ones you look at and go, man, they're doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. So it's, it is related to what we've just said is that I would say that brands that are the best are the brands that, that are creating emotions and so that are not being too commercial. Mm. Um, you try to sell your product too directly, you, you fail because video is content and content is not to sell things very directly. Um, so to me, the best, the best video creators right now are still uh, publishers. Um, and so if, if uh, you want to get some inspiration from the best trends, you have to look at the publishers. So um, um, I'm thinking about BuzzFeed, I'm thinking about Novice, mm. about Dodo in France. We have a brand called Brut. They are like social first video creators and they are doing uh, awesome videos. Um, traditional, traditional publishers like the New York Times are also creating awesome piece of content. Uh, I'm thinking also, especially about the stories they do on Instagram. And these are the, the, the things that brands can try to get inspiration from. Um, when we talk about brands, I love also the way, um, I don't know if you follow them, but the World Economic Forum and OECD on, on LinkedIn, the way they, tr they talk about topics, about climate change, about these these, these topics that are sometimes difficult to, to deal with, um, but they use the best storytelling. Uh, 
Um, obviously, the brands like like Nike, um, it's it's obvious. But when we talk about emotions and footage and storytelling, they are the best brands ever. Um, and maybe if we, if we talk about more marketing stuff, I know that people at Upspot do great videos. So obviously, they are more marketing sometimes. Um, and and you and and maybe you won't have you won't have tears or, or real drills when you uh, when you look at a HubSpot video, but they they work very well on on the format, uh, on storytelling. So um, uh, there are there are people that uh, that are worth watching. You know, it's funny. So I you talked about uh, Dodo. They and they have these videos, and and I'll be on Facebook. You know, I spend a lot of time on there, and I'm going through that. And then all of a sudden, they have these videos about dogs that they rescued and what happened to the dogs. And I get sucked in every single time I'm watching these dog videos. My wife's like, what are you watching? I'm like, nothing. I just was looking at this dog. They <laughs> saved this dog. And I'm like, you know, we literally just got another dog because I'm watching these videos and I'm like, I've got to do my part. I've got to go save a dog. And so we literally in the last week found a dog that was, and we had no, anyways, had no tag and no anything trying to find the owners, but we're probably going to keep the dog because of these videos on Dodo that I would watch and be emotionally tied in. So they do a phenomenal job. Thanks, Tebow. It's been an inspiring conversation and my listeners now know how to make perfect videos that can get them more conversions. For the listeners, thanks for tuning in. However, please don't go too far because on our next Marketing Growth Podcast episode, Tebow will tell us about the latest trends in video marketing.